0: Well, losing a loved one can be extremely difficult regardless of your relationship to that person, but not knowing exactly what to do or how to feel in that moment of sadness can make the loss even harder
1: when Sally Douglas and Imogen Khan both lost their mothers they like many Aussies struggled to find resources and support to deal with their grief now they've turned their experience into a successful business helping others cope with the loss of a loved one through their podcast and
0: book and the founders of good morning Sally Douglas and Imogen Khan join us now live welcome to you both thanks for thanks for being here really Really clever, this really important discussion point, this because a lot of people are kind of lost in this space. Um, Is there a way, in your view, to kind of grieve? properly? It's so unique for everybody, right?
2: It's such a good question and the answer is actually on the very first page of our book, Good Morning, Honest Conversations About Grief and Loss, and that is that there's actually no right or wrong way to grieve. To give you a quick example, Sal and I both lost our mum suddenly, we were similar ages, and the way we experienced grief was vastly different. I was very emotional, Sal was very practical and we both judged ourselves. So it's important to, you know, let go of any expectations of how you think you should grieve and also try not to compare yourself to others.
1: Mm. Sally, you say it's still a taboo topic. How do you grieve without it being awkward?
3: So what we find works really well on our podcast is being open and conversational, right? Talking about grief like you would a friend, like talking about it like you just talk about any other topic. And we find that by being honest, honest, Open and even sometimes light-hearted. It can be a really good way to break the ice and also signal to people that actually it doesn't need to be super awkward.
1: Because yeah, people go, "But I shouldn't laugh because it's this is sad stuff." Yeah, yes. but that's but that's not necessarily the way you should feel, right?
2: No, we found laughing so cathartic and helpful, and it's something that our audience has really appreciated as well. Like our our content is quite light-hearted, mm-hmm. and the topic is you know quite otherwise doom and gloom. So it's important to bring a bit of humour to it. Yeah,
0: and you, you're kind of doing that through your podcast you're also building that connection or that support network for people who are going through grief and you even met yourselves it was quite quite serendipitous so do you feel having that support network really helps people?
2: It's been one of the most helpful things for us meeting each other we didn't actually know each other prior to our mums dying and we found each other at a support group and the thing with grief is it's so all-consuming it's so confusing and physical and all of these symptoms that you don't expect so meeting each other and swapping notes and being like oh my god do you feel exhausted and do you feel you know Mm. all these physical things as well it was so validating
3: and refreshing to
2: connect with someone who understood
3: and i think that's what people really appreciate about the support network that we've created just having a safe space to open up honestly and connect with other people who get it because it can be really isolating
1: and for many people, it's not something that they've ever gone through before. Most mm-hmm. people when they experience grief can be for the first time. So there's sort of no roadmap and they don't know how to, to navigate it. Um, I think one of those things is timeframes. There's no time frame on grief, is there, Sally?
3: Absolutely not. And we're really passionate about talking about this and dispelling this myth. Grief is so individual. We all experience it differently and there is definitely no set time frame. Um, We always, you know, we miss our people. So we're always going to carry them in our hearts. But over time, it does get easier, you know, to live with and we integrate it into our lives. But what I would say is no matter how long it's been, if you are struggling to get back into a daily routine or you're just struggling with life, it is good to seek professional support. Mm.
0: Mm. Imogen, what about for people, they might not be going through it themselves, but they know someone who's experiencing grief and has experienced, you know, the heartbreak of loss. What about supporting them? Are there certain tips or ways that people can actually do that in a meaningful way?
2: There's such power in just listening. Mm. You know, I think as humans, we want to, you know, we're innately uncomfortable seeing people that we love in pain or feeling sad. So we say things to try and make them feel better. But the thing with grief, especially with the death of a loved one, there's nothing that anyone can do or say can can change the outcome or make it any better. So it's so important to just listen to them and try to avoid saying platitudes like your loved one wouldn't want you to be sad or they've gone to a better place. Because although they are well-meaning, they can often feel quite minimising to the person on the receiving end.
1: So that is one big tip that we, we let people just listen. Just listen. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the book, it's called Good Morning, not spelt good morning the way we spell morning, <laughs> but morning like this. And it's full of really great tips and really easy to read and you say you did that on purpose because what did you call it grief Grief brain Brain. so really (laughs) hard sometimes to concentrate and sit down and read great tombs of stuff whereas this is in in really easy to easy to read Um, congratulations girls on on discussing something that is that everybody will experience at one point in their lives thank you thank you